Hello everyone, it's April, Nikki, and Angela, and together we are Celestial Compass, where we combine practical with the mystical to help you navigate divine harmony from within. Now enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome, welcome. Today's episode, we are taking a look at something that I know I've struggled with most of my life, but in recent years, I have dived inside and released the need for control. And when I've done that, I was able to see things start to change for the better in my life. And what that is, is learning to trust myself and trust that I have the answers deep inside of me. So let's see how I'm, I'm new at trusting myself. (laughs) Well, tell them why you have trouble, like in relation to human design, talk about you and me and April and how our designs are different and in relation to intuition and trusting ourselves. So I have, I mean, I'm sure it's conditioning as you're raised, but I've always been taught to seek help exteriorly, you know, Mm -hmm. from out exterior sources. And so I consider myself a self-help junkie. Like I've read all the books. I've done all the everything. Um, Tarot readings. I used to get tarot readings every year to tell me what my year was going to be like. And I was always putting my energy externally for someone to confirm how I'm supposed to feel. Mm -hmm. And when I learned human design and found out that I have a defined head center in Ajna, which connect, like I generate my own energy on my own muse. I am here to have my own opinion. Um, but that's also a pressure center. And so being a sacral being, I'm really supposed to trust my gut because I have a defined sacral. And because I have those two pressures on both ends, I'm constantly trust my gut. And then I second guess it in your head, in my head. And so we live in a society where we're taught that our mind is king. And we have to do the logical choice. We have to make the logical decision. And we're not designed to do that. Our brains are here to be the passengers in our decision-making. Yes, we can process that information and we can weigh things out using our mind centers. But ultimately, our gut feeling as a sacral being, if you're a sacral being, um, that is, should be your leader. And so that's something I've had to relearn, to learn that feeling, what it feels like to have a gut reaction and a gut feeling. And then I have to trust myself because there now that I'm living my experiment, my human design design experiment, I still am like, I know you got that exterior confirmation and I know you got that gut feeling, but this, this, and this could go wrong. And maybe you shouldn't do this. <laughs> and I have to constantly Those are limiting beliefs. <laughs> and I have to keep telling myself, thank you. Coach no, <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. You already got your confirmation girl. Quit trying to talk yourself out of it. So it's challenging when you have those two pressures because when you have your pressure centers competing against each other, you really just want to relieve the pressure and Mm -hmm. you're just trying to figure out how to relieve that pressure. How do you relieve it? Talking, coaching. coaching, Yeah. (laughs) Self coaching, (laughs) trusting that the process is there, trusting that the universe is not going to let you down, that he's that the universe source, God, whatever you believe Mm -hmm. is, has your best interest at heart and is leading you the way it's supposed to be leading you. 
Yeah. And that you ultimately really don't have a whole lot of control. (laughs) I have a control freak. And so releasing that control to the divine has been a severe challenge. Yeah. Is that, and you know how you talk about, um, lifetime, I don't know if you call them wounds or something. Oh yeah. Is that Mm -hmm. one of your, that letting go of control, would that be in conjunction with that for you? Oh, what's a lifetime? Well, it's a core wound. Sorry. I got the words wrong. Is this from human design? Yes, it is. It's where your Mars is in your chart. It's called a core wound. Oh, well, I've never heard of this. Oh, yes. <laughs> see, they're, they're having a conversation me. I see. I see. So is that part of your core wound or not? Um, that My core wound is gate 48, which is depth, the gate of depth. And that is a challenge that I, it's not that, it's not second guessing myself and not trusting, but for me, it's that I feel like I'm not smart enough. I'll never have enough information. Um, so that's your inner critic. Yeah, so is your inner critic your wound. core wound? Well, for, Angela, um, for me, it is. It just depends on what what gate's activated. It's everyone's is different. So it's just because everybody has an inner critic, or mm-hmm. um, in coaching school we call it your gremlin. Oh yeah. And so that sounds like a gremlin. Yeah, to me. yeah, it is a gremlin. It's that. It's 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 a it's an issue that. But comes up through your life over so and over. So how do you, in human design, get a core wound? It's just the planetary alignment that falls for, for your Mars. Because your gremlin is here to protect you. Mm. That's how it gets formed. But most of the time, it doesn't protect you. It holds you back. Because, mm-hmm. But it, it, it comes into the forefront and activates itself when it thinks you need protecting. Well... For me, that makes sense because my core wound is in my spleen, which is, was your spleen is your, originally was where your instincts are held for survival. So we have those, those gates there for survival, but as we're evolving, because we used to be seven centered beings, we evolved and the spleen split off into the solar plexus and now we have the spleen. And so now, that's why we have so many more activated solar plexus because we've moved from the natural instincts over to an emotional being where we're learning to process of our emotions and that emotions are okay. So it makes sense for me that that would be a defense mechanism for safety. Do you know when that split? It's uh, 1781. 1781? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. It's interesting when you look at the chakra system, if you relate the chakra system to that design system. So we didn't always have... We did not always have... We, we were not always nine-centered beings. We used to be seven, so we have nine energy centers now. Oh, okay, okay. Is but the chakras? We have seven main chakras, but there's 112 chakras in total throughout our body. But that's interesting when you look at the nine. Is the nine... Are they the heart? You know how you spoke about the heart having an so the heart chakra as well? used to be a part of the G center and they split. Right. So, so that's, that's why we have a heart center and we have a G center. Right. And then the sacral and the solar plexus, you said they split. And then the, 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 um, sacral, which split off into the spleen and the, in the solar plexus. Hmm. So that's how. Well, you know, as a coach, trusting yourself, I thought it was going to be a really big topic for me to talk about. I didn't know I was going to be the student. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning every day, girls. This is fascinating. All I'm going to do is listen to her. And then tonight when I wake up and I'm like, I don't think that sounded right. I'm going to Google it. And then it's done. Yes. 
it's when Neptune was discovered is when we we became nine century what did did anything change when they decided Pluto was not you know I don't know everybody asked me okay is Pluto a real planet you know in my in, in my astrology world Pluto is a planet it has enough characteristics oh no 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 I'm not doubting <laughs> I know Pluto is still a planet I'm still mad that Pluto got the short end of the stick what I want to know is did it change when did that design? happen I don't know uh, probably in America you know what I don't know that's a good question I'm not sure about that um in our lifetime ten, past 10 years or so right maybe? I must have got that news update <laughs> Well, I am boycotting it. Pluto is still planet. Right. I'm concerned. In my mind, too, yes. And I'm trusting myself over the scientists because you can't tell me that Pluto is a planet and then take it back. Right? <laughs> I hear you. Right. So, how did you guys learn to trust yourself? Or are you still working on it? Um, well, my grandmother always told me to trust myself. She was like, you know in your gut what you need to do, and you need to follow it. Where I struggled was not trusting my gut. It was, well, what if other people are involved? Mm. Because those other people, they mess things up sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so I have to learn to trust myself in spite of a conflict or in spite of the world saying, I don't know what I'm talking about. So that's where I'm struggling is. I know what my gut says. It's doing what I know I need to do, regardless of what others say. Mm. So as a life coach, somebody that's having a hard time trusting their gut. That's how, how I got them? into coaching. How, what do you teach them? Like, how do you tell, help them? Um, it gets very specific. Coach me, girl. It gets very specific <laughs> in what they're doing. <laughs> um, the thing with it is, with relationships and I think that that's going to be one of our next couple of podcasts mm -hmm. is that it's not about them mm. so it doesn't matter what you do it doesn't matter what Nikki does I'm only responsible for myself mm -hmm. I'm only responsible for how I feel and how I react to so what circle of done. control right worry about your what you can control which um, you know one thing I learned from from my one of my cousins and, and I have a whole bunch of them <laughs> is that when we were in high school, I used to call her snob. And about a year and a half ago, she and I were talking on the phone one day. And I was like, do you remember when I used to call you a snob? And she was like, yes. And I was like, you know, I realized you're not really a snob. That circle of control, there's a circle of trust. And there's layers of that circle of trust. And you have to be careful who you let into those innermost layers. And she's very peculiar who gets in that first layer and that second layer, even that third layer. But she'll never mistreat you no matter where you mm. are in the circle. Um, but but she mm. she takes over her energy and she doesn't let people get into that space and upset the harmony. There. And that's not a bad thing. No, she's it's protecting not. Her it's energy. not. And so um, she's not a snob. She's protecting herself as a being. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very and clever. you'll never watch her mistreat somebody because it's just not who she is. But she's very careful. If you upset her her energy, she's not gonna she's <laughs> not gonna let you there. And it's pretty cool to watch, you know, 20, 30 years later mm -hmm. to see because back then I wasn't worthy to be in that inner circle mm -hmm. because I was very reactive to everything and, and she's not a reactive person. Mm -hmm. And when I learned that you don't have to be reactive, that you, um, you can know who you are, 
you can listen to what people are saying and you don't have to agree with them. And just because you don't agree doesn't mean you have to react. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm more worthy to be in that inner circle. And I say more worthy because I wouldn't say I'm in her level, first level of, of trust right there. Um, but that's just because we're not there, right? Mm -hmm. That's just not who we are. But I am worthy to be in her close circle. Mm -hmm. And so... I wonder if she's um, Cade's environment. <laughs> I don't know. She, I, I just know that she um, she can say the right thing. She has a lot of gifts, you know? Yeah. And so I learned a lot from her about trusting yourself and trusting your gut. And so... It's hard to just kind of coach you generically because, yeah. but that's how I had to work through it. It's practice, to, yes. Yeah, it yeah. is. And but I had to figure out how to guide myself and to trust what I knew. Um, but it started then. Then my marriage almost fell apart because of war, and I had to learn because your husband's in the military. Yes, he was in um, in the Iraq War, and I had to learn that I'm not responsible for what happened over there which means I'm not responsible for how he reacts to what happened over mm -hmm. there. But when I know I'm going to trigger him, I have to learn not to do that. Mm -hmm. And it became very hard. And so in that, then I realized, Oh, I do that to my kids too. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then my son got sick. He's, and I had been on fight or flight for, six months mm. and the doctor was like you need to go learn how to calm down and so i put a post, paste, uh, post on facebook y'all it went like this the doctor said i need to calm down so tell me what to do right now <laughs> and i met my friend that was a coach and we started coaching and she was like you need to meditate i was like i hate meditating no God, I'm you're one of those. I'm not meditating. No, I love to meditate. I know, now. but you're one of those. It's like, nope, it doesn't work. And, and then she, I hate when I run into it. It works. You just gotta do it. Anyway. So I caught up with her for a long time, and then the girls and I went to Greece, and we knocked out all of these fear. We did things we never thought were possible. Like and, what? Um, so George and I went on this hike. Um, so I do rock marches. I do the Bataan Memorial rock marches, 26 miles in um, a very hilly desert. Oh, geez. That sounds terrible. And Georgia, <laughs> as, a, as a child, she's always like, I want to go. I'm going to go. And I'm like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, they were hiking us around Simi Island in Greece, and there had been a flood. So the trail had been washed away, and we didn't know it. So it became more like a rough and it was only eight about eight miles and we got to the oh end of it and i was like there's no reason she could not do baton so then i was gonna let her go and they haven't had it live since mm. because of covid but it was just crazy because the hike itself wasn't a problem for me what was a problem for me was trusting uh, one of the leaders on the retreat to talk to Georgia instead of me telling Georgia what to do. Mm. And I gave up control, but they were able to coach her into finishing. But where the hike itself was fine for me is where it ended. I had to walk across a bridge and I'm afraid of bridges. Mm. Interesting. And I had um, gotten hurt in Ironman and my shoulder locked up. So then I became afraid of swimming, even though I'm a mermaid. 
Um, so I didn't. A really... unicorn and a mermaid? Yes. Ooh, yes. you are a magical creature. <laughs> and I was scared to swim, and I didn't swim in Greece. I got back in the water for the very first time in the Mediterranean Sea. Oh, wow. And so that's when life started to change. That's when I decided I would go into coaching, but I let my gremlin take over. And then one day my husband came downstairs and he was like, I need your help. And I was like, okay. And I was like, why me? And he was like, cause you're the only person I trust to help me with this. And that's the day I signed up for coaching. I guess it was my external validation. Yeah, right? yeah. I've been thinking about it for months. And so I signed up to become a coach, but I didn't, again, didn't do it to go into business. I did it for personal reasons. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so then you realize, oh, wait, I can help other people. Wait, I have a gift here. Like, this yeah, is, yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just have to be fun for me and really. Maybe. And then it felt like right. it was missing something. And then I met Nikki and added Reiki. And now it feels like I have a whole package. Mm -hmm. so. Definitely. That's awesome. What about you, Nikki? So trusting myself. So like I said before, I've had psychic experiences my whole life. And when I was like old enough to understand, my mom told me that when I was conceived, I was a twin, but six weeks after conception, the twin was like vanished. Oh, so you had vanished, she had vanished twins. However, I was when I the reason why she knew is because I was born with two placentas. So she never mm. knew. Well, I don't think she even so I think her pregnancy was further ahead because she thought she'd like just had a period or something. I think anyway. So anyway, I ended up being further ahead but she found out when I was born that there was a twin that had disappeared how interesting that there was two full placentas though right yeah that is very that interesting. Is interesting I've never heard of that right no other baby but two full placentas so when I was like going through puberty I guess she told me when I was about 13 so I knew but growing up I'd always had an imaginary friend who later turned out to be my twin so she went and from being she when I was 18, I went and saw a medium and she channeled my sister to me and she told me all this information and I had like this huge spiritual awakening and she told me the reason why she came and was conceived with me and left after six weeks was because if she, if she didn't come with me, I would never have come to earth for this lifetime, but I needed to come. Oh, wow. So in that mediumship reading that I had done by the psychic who channeled my sister who gave me all this information it was really weird it was like I was watching ghost you know the movie mm -hmm. ghost and <laughs> and Whoopi Goldberg right yeah yeah and so the medium didn't change appearance but her mannerisms changed to be like mine her voice changed to be like mine wow. she was like her expressions everything and my friend who was in the room said Nika was just like I was looking and talking to you was wow. really weird right so i'm sitting there experiencing this freaking out because i'm like what the hell is happening right now going on <laughs> and she's like oh my gosh i've been trying to get your attention for so long but you just can't hear me she's like wow she's like kind of going off at me she goes you have to listen to me okay i've got all this information to give you it's really important you pay attention and listen right now and she's like Okay, this is what you're meant to be doing with your life. You're meant to be an energy healer. You're meant, to, and she told me basically what how I'm living my life now is what I'm meant to be doing. And she's telling me this at 18, and from that time on, my it was like my crown chakra just blew wide open. And 
you know, I'd had kind of like I'd had psychic experiences before where I could, you know, sense spirits and hear things and, you know, my imaginary friend growing up and like all these other things and kind of, and like I saw my grandmother when I was 16, when she died, her spirit came to me and, and spoke to me. So just little things like that. But at 18, when I had that experience, it was like on a whole other level, like things just right exploded and so then I started getting downloaded all this information and I had to start studying spirituality and intuition to learn what was happening to me because I felt like I was going crazy because I Mm. couldn't comprehend it so that's when I started studying and learning what intuition is and what energy healing is and how to do it and I just took all these different courses to absorb as much information of it as I could and that's how at that same time, I guess from the age of 18 on, as I was studying, I was learning who I was. Mm -hmm. I was learning what my spirit was and I was like told that like I could hear my spirit guides and my sister who was my spirit guide and, you know, the angels and I could hear them so clearly in my mind from that point on that that it really. There was way too much happening that you couldn't trust it. Right. But I was discovering who I was Mm -hmm. and learning how to trust myself and discern what was the right path for me because I was giving so, given so many options um, and it was only over the years of learning and studying that I learned to trust myself and learned to work out how to do what I can do now. Um, well, when you get those psychic downloads, or at least when I get them yeah. or used to, I was always like, am I crazy? Is, right. that, is that real? There's no way I could know that. And, and then and then you start to trust it. Um, and, and I feel right. like with trust psychic trust i'm not trusting myself i'm trusting the angels yeah, or this. Or god or whoever i'm getting mm-hmm. it from because mm-hmm. I, I i do believe that mine comes from god but mm-hmm. it um it took a long time for me to trust it mm-hmm. because others said it's not okay it's not acceptable and so for me it's always about what somebody else is saying about what i'm trusting mm-hmm. so. see i feel like for you and i april you were raised very Christian, weren't you? Yes. And I was not. I mean, my parents, my mum took me to church when I was younger. I went to Sunday school, but that was pretty much the extent of it. As soon as I got old enough to say I don't want to go anymore, we didn't go anymore. She didn't make me. So I was never raised in a really religious household. I was raised to, yes, believe in God, but more as a spiritualist, more mm-hmm. like not that we studied practice Buddhism, but more like kind of Buddhism, mm-hmm. you know, right. beliefs. So for me, I never had that challenge that you did. So I was like, when I had all this information coming, I just like the first thing I needed to do was learn how to protect myself because there is bad energy out there too. And I was experiencing both. Mm -hmm. One of the first crazy experiences I had was I moved into the very first house that I rented with Michael, my now husband, when when we were dating. And it was like a portal where spirits used to pass through, like earthbound spirits mm, used wow. to pass through. So I had to learn how to, the first thing that I, one of the first jobs I had in the spiritual world was helping spirits cross over and go to heaven. Um, and I was forced into that wow. because circumstances just put me in that house. And then I was seeing an energy healer where I lived in Griffith. Mm-hmm. And she told me, who was also very psychic, she told me, like, I was like, what's going on with, you know, all this stuff? And then she was like, okay, well, this is what's happening and this is what you need to do and, you know, you can do it and talk, basically taught me how to do it like I'm the ghost whisperer. And, wow. well, there you go. And I lived there I for a couple of <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, but, man, you do feel like you're going crazy sometimes. Yeah. It's like, Did you oh, tell wow. anybody besides your healer 
what you're experiencing? <laughs> Michael, because they used to <laughs> get his attention. <laughs> if I if I was like, you know, like I was ignoring that other spirit, if I wouldn't pay attention to them, they would go and bug him with all this sort of stuff. Oh, that's funny. Tapping and knocking and he freak would freak out. What the hell is going on? <laughs> like that sort of stuff. He can't handle that stuff. I mean, he's very very spiritual but as soon as they start making noise and touching him wow well i was 12 when i saw the very first spirit and they my family was like quit trying to get attention don't make stuff up Mm -hmm. and so even though they could do it they still denied it Mm -hmm. and i was like okay so um yeah it's really hard to trust yourself when the world is saying don't yeah Yeah. especially your immediate family yeah Yeah. and we're and like i said we're taught to seek external help. Yes. Know, we're taught that you don't know what's best for you. Somebody else knows what's yes. best for you, especially in today's society. Go see yeah. a doctor. You got any pain in your knee? Go see a doctor. And my favorite though is, you know, I my faith is still very strong, but I've had some issues out of the church because when I do trust myself, they tell me I'm not trusting God. You're seeking um new age stuff mm. and you don't know what's best and god told me you need to do this well god told me something different mm-hmm. so isn't this really about me listening to god rather than me listening mm-hmm. to what god said to somebody else and yes. and i've um <coughs> a lot of people in church over over that but so I that's think- been my argument is that mm-hmm. what makes someone standing so. in front of a crowd more special to hear what God needs to tell them than the people in the crowd. Exactly. That's been my problem. Why can't, what makes you so special that you're communicating with God or source or whatever, but I can't, but we really in real, like realistically, we all can. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. But, but, but the church makes us believe that. So they've got control over us. I don't know if I want to start talking. About no, that. let's let's not talk about that. That's a whole nother tangent. It's still a topic for me that I'm still working through. Yeah, I and, get and it. it'll evolve through through time. So, right. and it may evolve through this podcast, but um, it's just it's hard to trust when they tell you you're not a good Christian and you're not mm-hmm. faithful if you believe these things or mm-hmm. you can see these things mm-hmm. and. I just don't think God makes mistakes. And so Mm-mm. if he doesn't make mistakes, then I can't be that evil of a being. You're not I know I'm not, but, I'm, but that's how I reconcile it in my brain is I can't be that evil if God made me and gave mm-hmm. me these gifts. Exactly. I don't use them for bad. It's all about the um, intent behind it. Right. It and, mm-hmm. and so that's where I've landed with it. And I just accept it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And we love you for it. We sure do. <laughs> Well, I think we're ready to wrap this episode up. What mm-hmm. do you think, guys? Yes. I think so, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, and I hope you join us for the next one. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. If you like what we're doing here at Celestial Compass, we'd love to ask you to give us a rating and review. That is how we reach a larger, larger audience so that we can share this information to more people. As always, follow us on Facebook at Celestial Compass or on Insta at Celestial Compass 7. And if you have any ideas on topics or questions you want us to tap into on the show, connect with us at 
www.celestial-compass.com. Thanks. Thank you.